Boom, and we're live, as promised, part two, second podcast of the day. It's actually the first time I think I've done this in a while. Like, I've had a multiple podcasts throughout the week and stuff, but I never did this before. But we're here, as promised. As I said, motherfuckers, we were here. Um, shout out to everybody who listened to Segments, episode 26. For those who don't know, that's the second and shortened edition of this podcast. And something that I did as like a second part of the podcast. Like I have one podcast that I talk mainly about fights and stuff, but you know, kind of another podcast where we just fuck off and talk about everything else. So um, I appreciate it for everybody. I appreciate everybody, excuse me, who tuned in for episode 26 of segments. Um, Technically, we'd be far and way deeper into the podcast. So um, we're on 220 um, episodes, technically. But we would have way, we would have way more. The the count, like we'd be on episode two thirty something right now, if if not um, counting the episodes of segments. So we didn't label the the, the segments as a number. There were just special editions and stuff like that. Like I said, I have everything, all my content available on um on my feed and stuff like that. Um, so let us begin um, quickly before we begin. How about that four minute fucking ad, dude? I was hella paranoid when I was doing that ad and you know I, I did so many reshoots re-records and stuff and I first and foremost I was just so fucking nervous dude I think I, I smoked too much of that uh weed or something like or the pen and I got so high that was some paranoid ass shit and I, I mean, almost felt like I was hallucinating not really but it's just so fucking paranoid you know how about that four minute ad? i was on like almost like five minute ad but the last ad i don't even remember um how long it was but i felt like i explained it pretty well and i kind of uh casually listened to the ad earlier um i thought it was you know i thought it was pretty for the most part it was pretty smooth and um and and so forth so uh, like i said welcome to kicking it with the king ladies and gentlemen it is december 2nd oof already 2019 one final month left in in the month of and year of 2019 the year of 2019 is wrapped up we are entering the final month of the year the final month of the decade 2020 is right around the corner so welcome in guys um like i said shout out to everybody who listened to episode 26 of segments like i said this is part two of uh of our podcast for today i said i would come back um we have a great show we have a lot of stuff stacked up and we got a uh great lineup um I don't know if you heard the previous show or the previous episode that I just dropped, but today's episode, uh, we'll answer some fan questions, um, some questions, obviously some uh, good, exciting questions that I've been, uh, uh, you know, that I have to answer. I'll read those off and answer them live as we go and uh, so forth. Uh, what else we got for, for this episode? We got a lot. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's good for us. Um, I'm excited to talk about it um i kind of described earlier as a, a live chat um we didn't really have anything else scheduled for the notes because i think i was gonna free ball i was gonna free i was gonna free uh free ball it and that's that's kind of what we did earlier um but um other than that was i off topic or something like that oh 
Oh, so yeah, like like I said, I forgot. Basically, uh, my mind just drew a, drew a dud. Anything interesting. The UFC returns. Um, where are they returning to, though? I know we got fights this weekend. I know it's been, like, dead. Maybe that's why I was such, like, so, like, speechless for a second. Because there hasn't been fights in, like, two weeks. So maybe I'm over here going crazy for a little bit. Um, let me pull up the UFC's Twitter. The Twitter's the easiest way to, uh, you know, pull up shit. That's mainly where I get all my UFC news or Instagram stuff like that. So, uh... Alistair Overeem versus Jared Rosenstruck uh, in DC, UFC DC in DC, Washington DC. Is that true? Is that, is that really where the fight is? Yeah, it's a huge fight card. Um, Overeem versus Rosenstruck. Oh, uh, Rosens, I, I I can't pronounce the name as well, but uh, um. You know, definitely a knockout artist for sure. Uh, Stefan Struve returns against Ben Rothwell. Um, and like I said, Overeem versus Rosenstr- Rosenstruck versus in the main event. Uh, that should be interesting. That should be a good fight. Um, definitely a step up for uh, Jared. And, you know, obviously Arlovsky is a very tough opponent as well. But, you know, he was already a tougher opponent. And Rosenstruck took him out, and it goes from enough another tough opponent to a guy who's a little bit more decorated, who's a little bit more uh, on a winning circle and doing a lot better. Obviously, Arlovski was coming off those wins and stuff. D- don't get me wrong, but you know, like basically like a, a top contender. You know, Arlovski wasn't really that close to fighting for a title in the near future, but Overeem's kind of on the short list of contenders at heavyweight. So this is going to be an interesting fight for Jared to see if he really can hang with the best of the best. Now, Alistair uh, has had a history of, you know, bad knockouts and, you know, declaring that he doesn't have a good chin and, and stuff like that. And, um... And, and, and all those other scenarios. And hey, we've seen uh, you know a handful of bad knockouts in his career, and you know his style changing because of it. You know, I'm not trying to show, throw any shade or anything like that, but um, his style has changed. But his style has changed for the better because he's a lot more patient. You know. He's more well-rounded. Obviously, not like I'm not gonna say that he wasn't well-rounded to begin with. I mean, former K1 champion, Strike Force champion. I mean, Dream champion. This guy was champion almost every single place that he fought. The last place he needs to get a title is the UFC. So this fight could be. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily a top contender uh, fight for Overeem. I don't know what happens after he beats this guy but you know this is a heavyweight division and you know one punch can change one th- change anything and you know, this guy's a serious power striker man he's nasty um and it's just you know something i'm i'm, I'm excited to see what uh i'm gonna see how, how alistair looks um i don't know if his last fight um who was alistair's last fight let me pull it up over him 
He's been fighting forever, man. I remember when he made the first burst fighting Brock Lesnar at 2011. I can't believe that was his first fight. Because a year prior to that, I think like 2000, yeah, it was 2011, right? Like the beginning, I think it was, yeah, 2010 or even 2009 that I watched the UFC. I think it was like 2010, but it just seemed, I think it was 2011, right? Am I tripping? What's going on? Am I tripping? Was that, when was that Lesnar versus Overeem fight? Because I'm pretty sure it was 2011, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pulling up Overeem's Wikipedia right now. I'm just going to go down to scroll down to um, the Brock Lesnar fight to see quickly what that was. UFC 141, yeah, in 2011, December 2011. So it already been like essentially the whole whole year of this of uh, 2011. So yeah, I watched the UFC. I started watching UFC back in 2010, and you know, 2011 was a year into watching the UFC and stuff when I was real young. And um, here we go. I mean, look at look look at this formidable opponents. Beat the likes of Fabricio Verdum, Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir, Stefan Struve, Junior Dos Santos. Beat Fabricio Verdum again. Beat two Russians in his last two fights, Alexi Olenek and uh, Sergei Pavlovich. Damn, he beat Sergei Pavlovich. Damn, isn't that the dude that looks like the Hulk? And he lost to Francis and God, and he lost to Curtis Blades. But ever since then, excuse me, my speech is off today. Ever since he lost to Curtis Blades, um, he's come back, like I said, on a two-fight win streak. And now he gets to test the waters again against Jerry the Rosenstrach. I don't even know how to pronounce that shit. But if you look at his other losses, his last loss was to, before Nganu, was to Stipe at UFC 203. Um, so then he came back, beat Mark Hunt, beat Fabricio for Doom, lost to Nganu, lost to Blades. Um, that's a bad stretch. Not, I mean, Ben Rothwell. <laughs> he, he lost, so his losses in UFC has been to Ben Rothwell, Travis Brown, Antonio Silva, Stipe, Curtis Blades, and Francis Nganu, and all of those have been by knockout. But, you know, Jerry, like I said, is, uh, you know, I don't know too much about him, but it's like, I know about him, but I don't know too much about him. I just know that he finished Arlovsky and his last fight. And, um, who else? I remember who, uh, another fight with him. I don't even know how to spell it. Rose. I don't How the fuck can you? You try to spell his name in Wikipedia. Like that's the hard part about all these foreign people. Like you try to you you try to fucking uh, spell their names and I can't spell them to save my fucking life, dude. Um, let me see. So who's he fight? I, I want to know how to, uh, who who Jared's fought. Jarine Jarzino Jared. I call Jarzino Rosenstruck Rosenstruck. There, here it is, right in front of us. Let me pull up his Wikipedia. Does he have a Wikipedia page? If he has a Wikipedia page, that means he's official. If he has it, that means I don't know who you are. Um, who else did he fight? Let me just pull it up. I just want to see who he's fought. 
So he, he beat he's beaten Junior Albini KO in the second round. Alan Crowder, knockout in nine seconds. Jesus Christ. Andre Olovsky, knocked out in 29 seconds. Jared Rosenstruck is 9-0. Overeem, 45 wins, 17 losses. He's fought the who's who, likes Chuck Liddell, Mauricio Shogun Hua. Um, Todd Duffy. Ben Rothwell, Junior Dos Santos, uh, Frank Mir, Brock Lesnar, um, Fabricio Verdum holds two wins over him, um, Vitor Belfort, he's fought the who's who, he fought Shogun, like I said earlier, um, Alistair's fought everybody, so it's going to be an interesting fight, um, Stefan Strew versus Ben Rothwell is an interesting fight too, so look to see that. Uh, and anyways, that's it's been one of the weirdest starts to this show because how high I was, and how nervous I was, and um, yeah, like I needed some water, I needed something to drink. My mouth felt dry. You ever get that? Like you just, you just get so nervous and stuff, but then like I feel like I had a sense of reality though. I feel like I needed to re-record the ad. I feel like there was just too many holes. I I just I feel uncomfortable about the whole thing. You know, my whole day was weird to start off. I thought I was supposed to be somewhere. It turns out that I didn't even have to be there. That I woke up after a weekend of partying and um and not remembering shit that I'm supposed to remember and you know we all do that sometimes but hey it's better than not showing up somewhere you know rather show up to an office or show up to a job or, or, or show up to the gym or something when it's closed rather than when it's open you know not not coming when it is open or you know showing up when it's closed I'd rather show up when it's closed and you know essentially at the end of the day I pick that I just drink some soda Nice and cold too Because uh, Like I said my mouth was like super dry And uh Sorry excuse me for the noise Um It just sounds The podcast sounds weird with headphones Like I don't have the noise canceling headphones I just have the apples So I don't know how it sounds like the show I, I just know that the show sounds different if you have uh, headphones in, you know, sometimes it sounds more clear, but then sometimes it doesn't, but I don't want to risk it because I want it to sound as clear as possible. Um, but quickly, let me just take this time to say, ladies and gentlemen, since we didn't say in the beginning that we are, like I said, presented to you by Anchor. Um, obviously, you know that... Um, Anchor's one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. You can visit the link directly at www.anchor.fm slash start or pull out your smartphone, go to the App Store, go go go, go to the Google Play Market, excuse me, um, as well as our podcast. We are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, wherever you get your podcasts, all the major podcasting apps. 
um, leave us a five-star rating and five-star review, positive feedback. Um, thank you guys for the support. You can follow our podcast page directly on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod, as well as following me on Instagram and Twitter at G the King MMA. Um, and so forth. Um, so, like I said, uh, Overing versus Rosenstruck. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, like I said, this is the second podcast of the day. Um, it's cold. It's cold as fuck. The rain kind of stopped. Um, I don't know if it's going to begin. But it's peaceful. Now, if you heard the podcast earlier about, uh, you know, liking the rain, some people not liking the rain, it was, uh, you know, it was, I was, I was in the rain. I was outside. I was waiting for something and I had some spare time and that's why I created that podcast for earlier. But now being in my sanctuary, it's easier. You can hear me better. It was like a live chat. We were live chatting. Now we get peace and we get quiet. And it's easier to hear. Because most people do shows in studios anyways. But, you know, my fortunate part is I'm always on the go. I'm always doing something. I always have to be places, you know. I'm busy, so I have to do a lot of things. And fortunately, I don't want to bring a laptop. I don't want to bring anything else with me to, to get places. If I could bring my tablet or my phone or something like that and record easier than easier than one, two, three, you know. Horrible uh, analogy or whatever is comparison. Um... But if I can record this easy, by all means, by all stretch of the imagination, I will do that exact thing. Oh, what else we got? Um, yeah, but it was so cold earlier. I originally wasn't even going to do a uh, first part of the show. I don't know why, but today's been so weird. It's been quite awkward. Um... Oh yeah, first things first, we got questions uh, to answer on this very program. We got questions um, and some answers that I needed to answer. I need—I mean, yeah, there's some questions and I want to answer the questions live. There are questions meant for the show and I was very excited to get these questions because I'm very excited to provide the answers. Good questions. Um, fan questions, obviously. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Wrote these questions. These are good questions for us, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, let's not waste any. This is a, such a shitty podcast today. I feel like. I don't know. I feel out of. Like, I don't know if I'm burnt out or just like like sick or something I don't know I feel like different today I mean I did do a podcast um not I mean I don't want to count earlier but I did do one on Sunday a real good show on Sunday like Sunday show was, was absolutely ecstatic um but what was I gonna, I, I literally forgot I think it's because I got like too high that's the thing um 
Oh yeah, but the, the questions, yeah. I was real excited to get those these questions because I don't really ever get questions to uh, answer on the podcast. And I know there's a lot of uh, shows that do that. And I wanted to do that, so better late than never. Let's get to question one. Let's see. Um, who influences you? Hmm. That's a good question. Because, like, when I first started to look at people who inspired me and who motivated me, that was kind of when I, kind of, like, when I fell in love with the fight game. Fighters and learning about fighters and their lives and their history and what they've gone through and, you know, their past and, you know, their motivations and their mindset. So when it comes to who influences you, probably, you know, people, you know, like I would say like my significant other and um, like, you know, and, you know, who who influences me and who inspires me has to be the, the, the people that work the hardest that are around me as well as the people that I follow closely and dearly day by day which is the athletes and the sport of mixed martial arts so has to be the highest and you know the baddest men on the planet you know the the hardest working athletes you know the hardest sport out there um and you know the most influential fighters you know influential people ever because uh what it takes to get through those kinds of tough times and tough situations in life and there's people that are able to come back from those kinds of things and you know fighters are the toughest uh forms of human beings in my opinion so i'd say uh a lot of the fighters that i follow in the ufc and just all overall in combat sports and you know just a lot of different you know there's a couple of uh, there's a lot of actors and and just different people you know journalists you know Ariel hawani He's good. Joe Rogan. Joe Joe influences me greatly, you know, with his podcast. And uh, Ariel, like I said, uh, it's fantastic. And yeah, so like those are the types of people that influence me. So that was a good, that was a good question. I like that one. Um, number two, do you believe in true love? Uh, yes, I do. I think that it's a lot harder to find true love and hold on to it nowadays because I feel like the world's so divided and and the mindsets of people are different and just the, the direction of the society is changed. Now I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer or anything on that on those those sorts of uh, uh, on that stretch of imagination, but I'm just saying it's a lot harder to find true love. And when you do find that one person, it's one of the best things ever. And you got to do your best to hold on to that person and show them that you know you really want that person in your life and throughout the good times and the bad that you're willing to be by their side day by day. So yes, I do believe in true love. I think that it doesn't come around that often and you shouldn't go looking for it desperately because that leads you into making mistakes it also leads you into you know getting hurt and you know you don't want that we don't want that we don't want to see your friends cry you don't want to see your mom or dad or whomever it is dating or yourself you don't want to experience it with them you don't want to have all that kind of pain so i would i wouldn't suggest to put yourself out there to where people can harm you but out there enough to where you should know your own boundaries and be able to understand uh 
what love is when it comes to that sort of thing and to not have to make sure people don't you know hurt you or uh try to you know what is it no you don't get people that you know have ill intentions for you and if you have that person you want to make sure that their intentions and their feelings are that of the same or or, and or similar to what you're feeling so if you love them you know hopefully if they they gotta love you back so true love like i said that that it comes in a lot of different ways a lot of different forms and um you know it could happen at first sight it can happen over time be friends with someone in the beginning and you know end up getting closer and closer or you know to see someone in school that you like to talk to or you know meet someone at your job i don't suggest that particular way um or just you know you, you meet people man whether it's online or offline or wherever it is you try to meet people you know it doesn't matter society generations change and technologies change and we're easily able to talk to people and, and meet people and I don't know we were completely off topic when it comes to that we're supposed to I'm supposed to ask I'm supposed to answer if I believe in true love I mean yeah like I said it's easier you know love at first sight you know love is love so however it is that you choose to love someone or the way that you choose to love someone or if you love somebody or um you feel that you want to be with this person you know people know and I guarantee you there's real good people out there. That's why it doesn't come around too often because the people that it does come around when it, they, when those people come around, um, those are the people that truly know that that's what they want to do. So, um, I do believe in true love. I do think it's something that everybody deserves, but you've definitely got to be willing and definitely got to be ready to work for it because it's not an easy uh, task on every stretch of the, any stretch of the imagination moving along. Do you think the world will change in 2020 as in what new president? Just kidding. Um, I mean, obviously that will change. Um, I'm going to vote. I would vote for Tulsi Gabbard. I don't know why. There's just something about her. No, like as a celebrity, I don't know. She's just so attractive. I don't know why she's like 35, 36 something years old or something. She has kids. I wonder if she has kids or anything like that, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't care about that. I mean, she, I, I heard on the Joe Rogan show. So, I mean, I, I mean, she seems well-spoken and stuff. And I'm not one guy to really discuss politics. I'll probably get an F plus if that wasn't even a thing when it comes to talking about politics. But, you know, I, I, I like the way she speaks and uh, just, you know, her view, her views. And, and she seems real genuine and real... Uh, you know, honest. It doesn't seem like she is hiding anything or suspicious or has any like bad track record or anything like that. You know, you know, potentially being a reason why not you wouldn't vote for someone like that in a presidency. You know, for like Trump, for example. Like, you know, you see what he did on the reality shows and what he said about women behind the scenes and all his accusations and stuff. You don't want someone in getting potentially uh nominated for president of the united states or not nominated it's not the fucking oscars i mean getting voted for getting sworn in as a president of the united states you don't want someone with a bad track record if you're trying to get fresh faces and stuff (coughs) 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 someone like tulsi gabbard andrew yang um i mean 
Bernie's cool too, but he's kind of old. Um, Joe Biden's just fucking weird. If you look at all the weird memes and stuff and all the pictures of him, there's like a picture of him biting his wife's finger the other day or nibbling his wife's finger or, you know, telling some kids about his leg hairs and stuff. Now they're blonde and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? This dude's fucking weird, dude. Um, um, also, like, I don't know what else is going to change in 2020. I know the pay is going to go up, I think, um, like a couple dollars or something like that or a dollar. Like, California's minimum wage. That's gonna go up. Um, I, I mean, the world changing consists of so many different things, you know. Like, scientifically, and, you know, our Earth is changing, too. Um, but mainly, if you really want to talk about people, people, um, you know, people have changed a lot drastically i mean social media has changed a lot of things um internet influencers have changed a lot of things society as a whole has changed a lot of things and the internet like i said has changed a lot of things because you think about all the ways people can get at people and and or talk shit or spread knowledge or spread lies or you know spread hatred or anything any other problems that we have uh the internet is a majority of the time you know being being added to the reasoning and for these problems like i said like hate groups and and stuff like that racism people spreading things online us learning of the news um people spreading negativity online you know social media figures and stuff like that and you know just different people you know a lot of the interactions and stuff a huge majority of it it, it's it's like a movement it's all online it's all centered towards being online um you know uh we're skyrocketing sales when it comes to Black Friday sales. I was reading, you know, Cyber Monday sales. You know, a huge proportion of people. Um, lots of people are buying new phones. And, you know, just the whole, everything, everyone's going crazy right now. Um, we're in this weird, uh, we're in this weird, uh, like, era. You know, the, got the whole LGBTQ uh, group. You got people worried to come out as gay. You got people who... Well, you got people shooting up schools. You got parents and mothers. Obviously, I said parents and mothers. You got parents worried to put their kids in, in uh, public schools. I mean, you got people cheating on people. I mean, you got dumb fucks uh, doing stupid shit on the internet to get famous. And mind you, you get famous, you get your followers, you get your money. By all means, salute to you. Um, but then you got dumbass people on the internet. Um, you got a lot of the celebrities, the main uh, music celebrities. I mean, there seems like a lot more problems in the music industries now. I feel like we're learning so much more about... Uh, their fucking problems rather than their music. Oh, Kanye's music doesn't have any cussing. Can you just listen to the music and shut the fuck up? Um, I mean, celebrities being political. Everyone's lashing out on the president. President Trump. Um, negative comments. Negativity. And um, just seeming seems like uh, President Trump 
has brought a lot of negative vibes towards American people. So America is only, what's the word I'm looking for? They're modeling, they're basically lowering their standards and lowering themselves because they hate Trump so much. But my question for this, I'm not, I'm not a politician or not politics. I'm not like a politics kind of guy. This would be, I would be the worst person to come to for politics. But if everybody hates Trump so much, who else would they rather have? Like, I don't know too much about the rest of these candidates. That's why I suggested Tulsi Gabbard. Because I heard her name for so, so long. She's gorgeous too, by the way. Just like, why don't I have a woman for president? That seems like an awesome thing to have. A woman president? That'd be cool. Um, not one of these old fucks, man. These guys are old. Bernie Sanders, no, no disrespect, but he's old. Joe Biden's old. Everyone, all these people are hella old. Like, creepy. No one wants no creepy white men. Old white men as as, as uh fucking uh leaders of our free world all respects to trump i mean i don't i'm I'm i don't know too much about all these people to not like or like someone you know it's a president of the united states there's nothing i can do about it i'm a citizen amongst millions of people in the in the whole all the united states and, and there's nothing i can personally say i mean fuck it i still get up i still enjoy life i still uh smoke weed i still hang out i'm still i'm uh i'm still breathing I'm still a human. I don't know. There's nothing, nothing I can do about who who the president is and stuff like that. But you know, I don't know. Like I don't know too much about people to vote. But if I do get the voting ballot, I'm probably just gonna vote for Tulsi Gabbard because there's there's nothing bad to say about her. I mean, she's straight up savage. I mean, she she doesn't let anybody talk shit about her. That's for damn sure. Um, but anyways, um back to the question that's kind of what i said about answering the question this podcast kind of you know turned around a little bit um like the world will change change as in more content will come out i'm sure more podcasts will be released i'm sure more music artists will come out and you know famous artists that have hit songs or you know on the billboards right now will release new mixtapes or you know mix new albums and and you know society you know culture and stuff if you're in the music culture and stuff like that 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 definitely will be hitting the top charts and stuff like that um you know, just gunning for a positive out, out positive outcomes in 2020, definitely, and um, to see everything that's gonna uh, come, you know, within the new year. You know, it's a new year, new opportunities to do things, um, a fresh start, um, new months ahead, and you know, more opportunities. That's the thing. So it's gonna be a good thing to uh, think about and something to look forward to, and you can plan your goals. And everything else. Um, final question. What is my greatest accomplishment? I haven't accomplished it yet. There's so many different things. I mean, if I can, my greatest accomplishment to date probably has to be, you know, keeping the consistency of the show. I know I piggyback. I know I, 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 uh, I, I don't know. I, I know I, uh, kiss my own ass sometimes but you know i probably have to say something i've held on for years years to come is keeping this show active keeping the show relevant and you know being something that i still have had uh over the years and 
kept consistent throughout the years regardless of what i've gone through and you know this being five plus years um having the show and um wait five yeah so five plus years from 2015 to to 15 16 17 18 yeah five plus years uh and just you know being consistent i mean we're on that we're nearly Two hundred and almost fifty episodes in. If you do one episode, it used to be one episode a week. Now it's like three episodes, and like I said, this was like I think it's like a third episode because like if you look back at uh, the other ones I did, yeah, I mean I did one on Friday, Wednesday, and Friday, and earlier today I did one. It was thirty-five minutes long. Um, and now we're doing this one. So I have to say like, definitely the biggest accomplishment has to be keeping the show consistent and never losing the fire or the desire to, uh, keep it rolling. So that's my, uh, that's my greatest accomplishment. Um, we'll get back to Overeem versus Rosenstruck in a, a second. I kind of like how I talked about Overeem, uh, I talked about all the fight stuff. And then I asked her some questions and then, um, went back to the fight stuff i just wanted to quickly do some fight picks and stuff like that um and then we'll get to some current events and then that should be the rest of our show um let me just see uh so um if i have to pick i think uh, did i go um did i make official picks yet on this main event let me just pull it up. Let me see. I'm, I have the verdict app open. Um, Overing versus Rosenstruck. Um, who do I have in the main event? I had. Oh. I have Jarzinho, Rosenstruck, stopping Alistair Overing in the second round. That's my bet. I think I bet hard, too. Um, Stefan Struve beats. I picked. Uh, I'm picking Stefan Struve to defeat Ben Rothwell by decision. Alright. I had to update that one. Um, Rob Font versus Ricky Simone. How did I not bet? For, I did not pick this one yet. I'm picking Rob Font by decision. Fight of the night worthy fight right there. Um, Okay, so I got my picks updated. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with the upset. Like I said, Overeem. Uh, I'm picking Jarzinho to pick to upset Overeem by second round stoppage. And like I said, <sighs> we'll continue his rise up the UFC ladder. I think that's a big win for him if he is successful. Like I said, you can't sleep on the skills of Overeem because Overeem's skill set is one of the best, you know, overall, one of the overall best strikers in all of MMA, I mean, lots of, tons of kickboxing, K1 experience, and, um, you know, champion in, in multiple organizations outside, <coughs> outside the UFC, excuse me, and, um, lots of amazing performances, and truly has lived up to his nickname, the Demolition Man, I mean, Beating the, beating the fuck out of everybody that he's fought. 
I mean, he has a handful of losses, but he's also fought a lot of the best guys, and he was one of the best uh, Dutch Dutch kickboxers on planet Earth, and, you know, has a great ground game, uh, great in the clinch, great knees, um, you know, uh, knees, nasty kicks, nasty knees, and, you know, overall, uh, Overeem's rounded his game out completely, you know, um, since, you know, training in the States, and, you know, training where he, where he usually trains, um, you know, he's at the Black Zillions for quite some time, and, you know, he, uh, he, he was at Jackson's for some time, was he at Henry Hoofs, I don't know, who's Overeem with right now? Oh, he's over in, uh, Denver, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, is he in Denver? Right? Yeah, he's in Denver. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if he's still there, but yeah. So he he, he has a tough fight. Um, Jarzinho has a tough fight against Overeem, and I think overall it's a great fight. And um, you know, best res- all respects to both men on that fight card. Um, Stefan Struve versus Ben Rothwell. Ben Rothwell is uh, you know, interesting. You know, I feel that like, you know, he's very tough has power, uh, you know, he's kind of relaxed, you know, he's like, he, he, his approach, he's not one of, like, the quickest people, but, you know, he, he is impactful when it comes to landing, and, you know, he has huge power, and, you know, he comes forward, and he's like a walking zombie, it's like, you can't put him away, he's hard to put away, he's tough, uh, he's durable, um, he has also nasty submissions too, so you better watch out. It'll tie your neck up quickly. You know, um, I think what was the choke that he? Who did he choke out? Let me pull it up. Go go! Is it the go go choke or something like that? Ben Rothwell. Let me just pull it up real quick. I just want to see who choked out. It was a amazing perform, amazing performance. I mean, he's known for that. Oh, Matt Mitrion. It was Matt Mitrion. He caught him in that choke. And I got, you know, Ben Rothwell. Like, he's vicious, man. You got to watch out for everything that that guy has. Hold on. Let me text. See my wife. Yeah, so he, he choked on Matt Mitrione. Um, Stefan Struve has been one of those hyped up guys, you know, the tallest fighter in UFC history, as well as one of the people with some of the most hype that he's ever had. And um, hasn't necessarily lived up to the hype. Because he's lost, and, uh, you know, he, like, he, he's lost, and he's, you know, it seems like he could have put more output, and he could have performed better, and people just kind of, you know, are upset at the fact that he was so hyped, and, you know, he has all this range, and, you know, the tallest fighter in UFC history, he should use his range, he should use his jab, and, and all this, and he just wasn't performing like he normally does, so, you know, he did retire for quite a little bit, but he came back recently, I think, who did he, I don't know, I don't remember who he beat, but he came back, uh, who did he, it's interesting, I always want to know, I should just pull up, like, everybody's Wikipedia, who did he just beat? Oh, it's right here. Good thing it's right in front of me. Let me just see. Who did he beat? 
He beat Marco Marcos Rogerio de Lima by submission in his last fight. And he has some wins over uh he has notable win over Steve Miocic. Uh, and he's fought Alistair over him too. Tallest guy, seven foot, thirty-one years old. It's crazy to see. <laughs> crazy how uh how old how young he is, but how old he is when it comes to uh, UFC experience, man. He's been fighting for a long time, so uh, that's gonna be an interesting fight. Um, I think Stefan Struve puts it on. Uh, puts it on. Uh, what the fuck? Did I don't forget his name already. I think yeah, Stefan Struve does. He, I think he puts it on Ben Rothwell. I think overall on the feet with the Dutch kickboxing, I think it's uh gonna be you know not one-sided but i think that it's a clean sweep if he uses his jab and his footwork and movement to the best of his knowledge and best of his ability um and doesn't get hit try not to get hit and you'll kind of keep it clean stay on the outside use the distance because you shut everybody down you have the long longest reach in the fc history as well he's up there with john jones with like 84 and a half inch reach advantage so he, he should use that to the best of his knowledge and that should keep you know that should that should give him success you know whether or not he uses it in the fight this weekend i don't know but that's nearly the case that he's a tall guy he has a lot of reach and he should use that reach to the best of his his best of his, um advantage um, anyways, guys, um, what else we got? Current events, pull up some stuff quickly before we get out of here. Like I said, the second podcast of the day, so I appreciate you guys for tuning in and bearing with me on this very day. We kind of started a little slow early on, and, you know, we kind of, we kind of made it too, we kind of made it, uh, back slowly i almost quit in the middle of the show early early on when i was like this show sucks today or something like that oh holly home versus raquel pennington 2 has been added to ufc 246 on january 18th formally scheduled at ufc 243 but Holly was pulled out of that fight due to injury. Holly returning for the first time since her loss to Amanda Nunes back in March. Um, this is a rematch. I do believe Holly won the first fight by split decision. Both women, both women have a formal opponent in in mind in the form of Amanda Nunes. Yeah, but interesting fight. I mean, not all who who raw over it, but um, interesting to see. Uh, ooh, Bellator two thirty nine has been announced on February twenty first with Ed Ruth versus Yaro Salav Amosov. Uh, Ed Ruth versus Yaro Slav Amosov. Um, Brandon Gertz. Versus Miles Jury in the co-main event. Um, Amasov is 22-0 in his career. Wow. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
Brad Tavares returns against Antonio Carlos Jr. on March 14th, UFC Brasilia, number 12 versus number 13. Damn, Brad Tavares is still number 12 after that knockout loss to Edmund Sabajian. I think it's the one he just lost. Um, Tavares losing two in a row. One to Israel Adesanya and a first-round knockout loss to Edmund Sabazian. Um, Francis Ngannou is looking for a fight. Um, he's been calling out a lot of guys. Um, just recently had some uh, beef with Alexander Volkov on Twitter, who's coming off a win over Greg Hardy. So I think Volkov and Ngannou would be a good fight right now because Volkov is coming off a win, and you know he's touted as one of the highest prospects in the UFC's heavyweight division. And you know this heavyweight division is wide open right now with Derek Lewis. I mean Derek Junior dos Santos in the mix, um, Stipe being the champion. Um, Francis Ngannou, obviously, Jarazino, I mean, Alistair Overeem's still in the mix. We've got a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of action happening, so it's interesting to see how everything's going to pan out. Um, one, well, one more, and then we'll get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let me see, let me just quickly answer this. Okay, one more. Let me see. So excited for Cowboy versus Connor. Such a fun fight. Such an interesting fight. Um, stylistically, I mean, it's good to see Connor come back. It's good to see uh, that. He's put everything else that he's gone through behind him. It's good to see Cerrone get the payday he's finally deserved. And being an all-time leader in wins and finishes and post-fight bonuses, etc. What hasn't Cerrone done? So, it's going to be good to see him get that fight. Um, this fight will be at 170 pounds, as I previously stated. It's number three versus number five. Connor's number three. Cowboy's number five. The winner... I don't know what's going to happen for the winner, but for Connor on his side, major implications coming up. Potential fight with Masvidal and maybe a potential fight with Khabib. Depending on what happens at with the fight with Khabib versus Tony Ferguson that's on April, I'm sure Connor will want to have the backseat in the winner. And the winner of that fight, depending on how his fight goes with Cowboy in, on January next month, he might want to target a fight with Masvidal. And maybe after a fight with Masvidal, have a fight with Khabib or vice versa, the other way around. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. However, don't sleep on Cowboy Cerrone because he, he, he can't sleep on a guy like that because he'll put you to sleep. And he's a hard fight. He's a tough fight for everybody. So tune in for that one. I can't wait for that one. Uh, it's January uh, 28th. UFC 246.
interesting fight. I can't wait. Appreciate you guys. That's all for us today, folks. Though I appreciate you guys for joining us on this episode. Can't believe it's been an hour, essentially. 51 minutes. Plus the other podcast that we did today. So I appreciate you guys for joining us on both shows. The first one was just like a live chat. Just just for fun. Just felt like talking. That's the best part about it. Um, that With Anchor that you can do that. So like I said, I had fun on that one. Had fun on this one. <clears throat> Clearing my throat constantly. I don't know if I'm getting sick or something. But um, appreciate you guys for joining us. And um, like I said before we get out of here, I don't know why I sighed or anything. I'm not. I was like, oh, all right. But you can follow us directly on Twitter and Instagram at kwtkpod, both on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow my uh, page as well at g the king and may on instagram and twitter facebook.com slash gabriel the king hernandez like i said leave us a five-star review and five-star rating in the uh on itunes and our podcast is available everywhere folks so get it out there share your knowledge i mean share your thoughts um hit me up message me uh you guys can email i don't think we have an email maybe we do on the instagram account i think we do have the email set up so you guys can send emails directly there if that's not the case then uh you guys pretty sure you guys are tech savvy and can find a way to contact or anything just reply to tweets it's easy it's 2019 soon to be 2020 such an easy uh realm of communication and technology nowadays especially with all the phones and and twitter and instagram and everything it's so easy to communicate with people now so i'm glad about that and i'm happy about that well we did it we had a great show three shows back to back um starting dating back to friday the Connor episode. We did the Connor episode. Then Sunday. No, we did the Thanksgiving one on Wednesday. Last week, Friday, Sunday, Monday, and another one on Monday as well. So five five podcasts in a week, essentially. Really, yeah, literally. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So within seven days, we had five podcasts. I'm burnt out. I don't blame myself for starting slow on today's episode. So one more time, I appreciate you guys for joining us. Um, definitely going to be putting more shows out come the new year. Um, like I said, appreciate and shout out to Anchor for being the coolest and easiest people to work with. Thankfully for them, we get to put out great podcasts for you. We get to put out five episodes a week or more ladies and gentlemen so like i said you can follow them directly you can follow them on twitter as well i think anchor i think it's anchor i don't know if it's like anchor f anchor pod or something like that anchor fm pod or something like that I'll pull it up real quick or something like that or i'll just tell you guys some other time uh, let me just pull it up real quick. anchor I, I just didn't want to get their name wrong you know yeah at anchor i knew it i should have said that at anchor and you can follow them directly and um, download the app directly in the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Market for free. 
and get to starting with your podcast. Like I said, it's the easiest way to start your own podcast. And that's what I've been doing for almost two and a half, three years, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what you guys should do too. My wife started her podcast. She uses Anchor. Um, I love you, baby. She's, she's, I think she's starting on episode three, two, three as well. So um, it's going to be interesting and I'm excited for her and I'm excited, you know, um, more episodes we're in december uh, last month the last month of the year and the last month of the decade so it's pretty crazy not uh, uh last uh last like you know that's about to be 2020 so last day de- last month of 2019 which is last year of the decade so like i said enjoy your week folks if we're if i don't talk to you before the end of the week we will be back sooner rather than later don't worry don't miss me too much because i'll be back five episodes in a week yeah plenty of stuff to catch up on folks we'll be back sooner rather than later bye folks